Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Colin Morey. I'm Cody Crane. I'm Kerton Hewitt. And today our guest is Christian Brune from television. Have you ever seen television? He's on it, like lots. I'm from television, and my name's Christian Brune. I don't think any of our listeners have televisions anymore. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah, thing of the past. We've yeah. requested yes. our listeners to throw out their televisions. Yeah. I'll, just, yeah. I'll just leave then. <laughs> We're trying to revert people back to like that, you know, sitting around the, the radio, the radio, the radio fire. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know when your family used to get together uh, individually in their yeah. own beds with their laptops and just steal things from the internet and just, you know. We're trying to bring that about yeah. Yeah. and promote that, that, that nice. love and care. <laughs> so you're from TV. I'm, I came, I was born in a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, I was, I was born of a woman. Uh, my mother, in fact. <laughs> my mother, uh, in the city of Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Um, perhaps you've heard of it. And Never. Good place, though. Yeah. My, my closest experience with TV before being in TV was... Going headfirst into a TV and cutting my face. Did you actually manage to break the screen, or did you? No, I I was playing uh, balloon as one does with your friend when you're like seven or eight years old. Keep up. Yeah, keep yeah, up. Keep, keep up. up. There is we another go. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Same idea. It was in a junk room that had an old TV. Great place to play keep up in mm. a junk room. You had a whole room for junk. Just junk. It was storage and junk. And uh, my buddy hit a real hard one. And I had to really stretch back to get it, and I tripped over some junk, mm-hmm. uh, which was <laughs> just lying around in the junk room. Yeah. And I went head first into a TV, but I didn't smash through the glass. I actually just hit my head off of where all the corners meet. Right. So, like, the front, it was the, the top quarter. left corner of the Okay, yeah. Of the TV. I was going to say, where all the corners meet. I guess, kind of yeah, no, that? that's weird. It was a tr- uh, it, pyramid it went TV. through, like, yeah. a black hole and was just crunched into <laughs> yeah. the, it was just yeah. a TV. Just Sorry, a floating yeah. ball of black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I hit the corner, I should say. <laughs> could, you, um, could you name a couple other rooms in the house that you were living in? <laughs> <laughs> just because I've yeah. Yeah. I kept on saying junk room like that was. Like, yeah, no. I, I was, making, I was like, kind of like thinking it was weird, but now that I think about it, we had a junk room. In my Everybody house, has a junk room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three it three was the kids. basement for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had the basement. Kids. It was the basement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the furthest back basement room. So of course you're not going to spend all your time traveling to get to that room. Wow. So that's where you're going to put the junk. Um, the the room next to it was the TV room, mm-hmm. um, where I watched Cujo through my hands and only listened to it because it was too scary one night. Um, that's a great story. And then there was like another room at, at one point, I think. And then you go upstairs and there's like there was a another room, room at one point, but then it wasn't. <laughs> Look, we only lived there for like that was like a transitional house till we found one that would accommodate six people. So okay. there was a lot of us. Six people and an additional junk room. Yeah. Too. Oh, oh, God, yeah, we had a, a junk crawl couldn't, space. Couldn't you oh. have all lived there if you just didn't have the junk room? <laughs> if you'd not. <laughs> Damn, it. <laughs> uh, Damn it, Mom! I can have words with, with Hillary. This is ridiculous. That makes sense. Um, give her a call going straight to the White House. But I did hit my head off the corner of the TV, sliced open uh, my temple. There's a scar there to this day. Oh. I missed my eye, and I missed my temple, but I stopped my weight with my, you know, like, orbital bone, and it just gave me a little slice right to the bone. Do you have any stitches? Or? I had eight stitches. That's was, yeah. quite a bit. For wow. A for, yeah. a, for a tiny little slice. Yeah, for a little keep-up in the junk room. 
Didn't play Keep Up a Game in the Junk Room. So that's my life story, guys. And that's how I ended up on TV, physically, like with blood DNA. Is, was, that, okay. was that in your audition you told that? Yes, for every audition I tell that story. Usually, for your first appearance. Yeah, on usually TV in more detail. I really like yeah. get into it. Yeah. Maybe we should make time. a full model. Maybe we should make an explicit uh, what, which, what television you were on specifically. Yeah, let's talk about. Oh, that. yeah, okay. Like sexually explicit. I do mean. Yeah. Like, like some of the. Just say it in a lurid fashion. Let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like start with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your coffee. Yeah. As one does when. Mm. Just get real. I'm actually up. just reacting to this coffee that I'm drinking. <laughs> Oh, Can you imagine if like Folgers commercials were that creepily <laughs> sensual? There are. Really it's just real close. And just, <laughs> yeah. Now that sip tasted like an ashtray. Um. <laughs> Is this an ashtray usually? Uh, no. Okay. Then it's me. It's my mouth. I use my mouth as an ashtray. Um, okay, okay. I'm on a TV show called Orphan Black. Ooh. It's uh, on BBC America and Space Channel, and then I'm also on a, a show sometimes called Murdoch Mysteries. Mm-hmm. The show is always called Murdoch Mysteries. Actually, not true. Um, it's usually called Murdoch Mysteries. It plays in the States on a channel called the Ovation Channel, which is an arts channel that does arts programming. They call it so something else? They changed the name of it to The Artful Detective. Oh, oh that's, that's weird. Terrible yeah. So oh, it is. How many characters have you played on that show? One. One? I've played two, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's fine. That's are fine. you going to go for the trifecta? I would love to, and I think <laughs> they're running out of actors in Toronto. Yeah, they are. We're out. about to start our our tenth season, which is insane to me. And there's a chance. So <laughs> there's a good chance. I'll good put chance. in a good word. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played a, mur- a murderer yet? Uh, or no, just I a got victim? I got murdered, and then one time um, you were the red herring. I was the red herring. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you need to be a murderer now. I would love to murder. Yeah, I know. Uh, but on TV, I talk about it all the time. Yeah, but on TV you could be a murderer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I... I'm cool, not cool, trying cool. to... It'd be cool, great cool. if you played the murderer and also the person getting murdered, so you can actually, in one episode, be four episode? different characters. That you're yeah. just describing a suicide. <laughs> 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 It'd be great if you killed yourself. <laughs> you know what you should do? You got me. They, they, solved, got me. It for, they solved that one in the teaser. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. What do we have here? Well, what I have a There's a note. gunshot victim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's no. He, he shot himself. Case Credits. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest is just hijinks, or just like everyday life in the in the constables. Right. What is what is your character in uh, in Murdoch? His name is Constable Slugger Jackson. I love it. Nobody knows. We we've, we've never established his first name. I really want them to do that this season, and I want it to be uh, like Mike. They do call so you that Slugger, it's Michael though. Jackson. Slugger Slugger Michael Jackson Michael Slugger Jackson That would be great Is there a reason for the Slugger? Are you uh... Yeah the first episode I was in um, I was It was in season 5 And it was like a 2 episode B story arc Where uh, (laughs) It was like you know There's big murder thing going on Blah 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 But on the B story of the the episodes uh, It was the annual baseball game Between station 4 and station (laughs) 5 And I was with rival station 5 or is it four? I always mix them up because that was my home station. Anyways, um, they were thinking that the other station was cheating and that they had a, um, a ringer who was like an expert. That's not a pee, that's coffee sound. Just that so you guys know, coffee being poured. If you hear that. I think it's a pee. Uh, it, that was a pee. Yeah. No, I was just making the folders noise. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that was an orgasm. And so, is that how you orgasm? Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely... <sighs> Oh. <laughs> oh. 
like a little surprise. Oh wow! It's a little oh. revelation. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's actually my pre. That's okay. how you know I'm about to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, are you done? No. A revelation. Oh, okay. in <laughs> wow, we're really getting into it. Yeah. Anyways, they thought I was a really good baseball player and that I was like a, a dead ringer because they saw our our station practicing and I hit a home run, and so the chief of the regular Murdoch station, uh, Brackenreed, he calls me into his office and he tries to recruit me for their team. Uh, and I don't take to it. And, uh, so he then proceeds to get me drunk and like belittle me and, and my manliness and my ability to pleasure my wife. And I get super drunk and then I punch him out and he arrests me and then I can't play the game. But it turns out I was a terrible player. And the time they saw me play was just like the one time I ever hit a ball. How were you at pleasuring your wife though? I mean, that's... Oh, good. Good? Okay. <laughs> like, very good. Oh, good. We've yeah. never seen her on the show. Oh. But one can assume, if you look at me, um, my body... Yeah, physical prowess. Yeah, that I I pleasure the heck mm. out of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How good is your character on Orphan Black at pleasuring your wife? Not, uh, not very good. Not very good? No. He can pleasure himself really well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it just depends that's on the so situation. Cool. There's one time where Donnie Hendrix has sex with Allison Hendrix's wife um, over a freezer with a dead body in it. And that's like the first time they've had sex in a long time. And it's really good and really hot because they... Killed the person? I did. This is a spoiler. Sex. That's a spoiler from season one. Ah, two. Yeah. yeah, we're on season four now. So yeah. you've had a couple of years, guys. Come on. Now. Catch up. Um, <laughs> now you don't have to because that's the whole show recap there's the recap yeah, yeah. yeah. tune in for season five. series recap yeah sex on a freezer no we, we do find our mojo again as a couple and, and and you know get back into it that's cool. that's great that's fantastic that's terrible I just want uh, to describe sexual arcs of your characters. Because <laughs> I've, your, I've like, established them all in my head and on paper and booklets, yeah. you know, doing my research. <laughs> um, you, uh, your Jeremy Lalonde film is very very sexual. Yeah, right? it's called How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town. It came out last night on Video On Demand and in theaters across Canada and the U.S. Uh, it's not a documentary, mm-hmm. although I kind of wish that it was. But it's comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's I've had a lot of people ask me what it's about, and... What is it about? Oh, fuck, man. Is it... <laughs> What's the title? No, it is exactly... <laughs> oh, okay. The title tells I, you exactly what it is. I thought it was misleading. <laughs> um, how good is your character in that, in that at having sex with people? <laughs> Terrible. He's the town loser. Really? Oh, that's a shame. But... I've read this maybe, book. Maybe... <laughs> yeah, I know. But maybe he's actually really good. You'll have to watch to find out. Okay. But maybe he's just mediocre. That's exciting. How good maybe are you in real life at having sex with people? I'm okay... I'm okay. I'll say that. I like foreplay. Okay. I'm really good at foreplay, and then I'll just, like, throw it in, and three pumps later, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm asleep by the third pump. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I get so much rest. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. But that's the only way I can sleep. I don't want to get too in-depth with this, but what's what's your uh, what's your dick like? It's straight. Uh-huh. It doesn't curve. No. Um, it's average-sized. Erect. erect or... Erect. Erect. It's a grower, not a shower, I would say. Okay. But it it's like a really beautiful penis. When it's you a nice grow. Show. It's a nice show once it grows. When you grow, do you show? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, great. Of course. That's all I wanted to know. No, 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 yeah. Uh, subways, you can catch me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you been caught? 
No. No, you're but at you large. Can. You're at large. Yeah. Well, at large. Yeah. You're yeah. hoping to get caught. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's why I'm it's doing it. It's part of the thrill. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing it to get caught. Uh, and you can, but may you? I don't know. Catch me. I don't know. I always yeah. thought there's not enough police officers on the subway. For that alone. Yeah, for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, because I always see you there. Yeah. And I'm like, someone's got to catch this guy. Yeah. And then no one does. Not one citizen's arrest. Yeah. Just grab it and don't let go. <laughs> and then drag me to the you know, the closest TTC constable, whatever. Have you ever seen a lurid thing on the subway? Yeah, uh, no. This is what I did see, though. Okay. Um, my ex and I, we were on the way to a barbecue, and this is the wrong thing to see on the way to a barbecue. We were on the Bloor Danforth line, mm-hmm. and we were heading into the uh, Danforth, um, and pack train, it was like a... Yeah, it was like evening time. I think it was on the weekend or whatever, but it was a pack train. Old man just standing there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> old, well, I'm just kind of looking around, and this old man just is just kind of like shaking his leg. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Old man shaking his leg, shaking his leg. Don't really pay attention to look away. And then I look back again, and he's just like, he's clearly stepped in a large pile of shit. And he's just kind of like, ugh, like smearing it off his shoe. Uh-huh. And, like, I was like, Jesus, that's a lot of shit <laughs> to, like, carry around on your shoe and drag it on the subway. Like, how the fuck did you do that? And it's kind of on the bottom of, of his foot. Oh. Then I, the smell hit, and I realized when he was shaking his leg, he had crapped his pants. <laughs> this poor old man, he looked like, like, he didn't look like crazy or not. He just looked like maybe he was just incontinent. He had the incontinent look, yeah. um, which I don't know if that's a look or not. But it just looked like he looked like a normal old man. He was wearing a lot of tan clothing, uh-huh. and uh, and I just saw him like basically shake a dump down his leg, and then like like shake it out the bottom of his pants and smear it on the ground. And then the smell hit, and you could see that you could see the smell hit just by the waves of people moving away from it. So, like, people would just be like, oh, what the, f- oh, Jesus. And just, like, this kind of bubble of force field of people just started spreading down to either end of the train. I can understand. And like, he got off at the next stop, and I just felt so bad for him, because, like, obviously he just pooped his pants, but, like, it was so fucking gross. I understand that part. I mean, like, sure, sometimes you shit your pants. That happens to people. I saw a guy. Uh, I've done it. Who shit yeah. his pants uh, last week? Oh. I just, the smearing part is what I told <laughs> oh, him yeah. that story. Why did he smear it? That's odd. I'm yeah. not that you asked him. Well, I, mean, I think it was him. rolling down his leg, and he's like, "Oh boy." If, <laughs> well, oh, if boy. you have the tools, you might as well paint a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Picasso. Make the most of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jackson Pollock. Use your own body. Art rather than the ashes, really. It's yeah. The, uh, is this what the podcast is about? Am no, I supposed to talk about like shit usually? Shit? No, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to drive you down that road because <laughs> he knew I'd go there. Because I love you. Well, <laughs> so. Usually, that's what the story ends up being. So right. it's probably good to Great, prime yeah. for it. Maybe we should uh, take it into a spooky or should we, should we get realm. Okay, let's get spooky. Let's okay. get spooky. The old man was a ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the shit was real. So how did the ghost <laughs> shit real? Well, the guy who I saw who pooed his pants was wearing a white sheet over him because he wasn't wearing his pants. Okay. So he could have been a ghost. Oh. 
Most ghosts do wear white sheets. I feel like if I saw a dude walking down with nothing on but a white sheet, I would expect him to poop himself at some point. Well, he, he, he crossed the street to tell us that he shit his pants. He's he was not wearing, was he, he was, wearing pants as well? No, he wasn't. He was so wrapped in a sheet, okay. he had a backpack and a t-shirt. And he just I hovered across the street. And he said, I've been drinking for the last two days, and I shit my pants, and it's just like, it happens. Like, I don't even so know he what was, to say. So he had fashioned the white sheet into no, a sarong. No, it was like... It was like Draped over him. Well, like, what was like? Was there anything covering his bottom bits? Did you ask? No, the sheet. Around? It was like it was like. Oh, it was that long? Yeah, it was like a like, big sheet. It was, was it like, a fitted sheet? It was like a bed sheet. It was a fitted sheet. Yeah, fitted right. perfectly for yeah. his body. <laughs> he looked so <laughs> good. <laughs> it was it was yeah. a white jump suit. Yeah. <laughs> I just call it a sheet. Right. Yeah. Christian, yeah. have you ever had any sort of uh, supernatural uh, uh, experience? Of any I sort? have. All right. Um. I'm trying to think of which one to tell, because there's more than one. Oh, wow. But Tell the better one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, it, ironically enough, I've told this story on another podcast about spooky <laughs> shit. Is that irony, though? Nope. I guess it's just. <laughs> I guess there's just another podcast out there about spooky shit that does not jump into improv uh, storytelling. Uh, so oh, it's so different. Fuck those good. guys. No, 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 yeah, exactly. Right. But I'll tell that one. I'll tell. I'll tell any and all of my weird experiences. I hope you're ready for a four-hour lecture. Um, <laughs> no, I went to military school in the states for high school for four years, um, and uh, this was an old military school that had been around for a while. And on campus, uh, there was a rumor that there was a ghost that would haunt the parade square. And my barracks was on the parade square. There was a few barracks that were sort of around the parade square. And then there was a few other barracks up in the, the, the hill behind there. Um, and I was on a trumpet scholarship because I was a music nerd. And they had a really, really good music program there. And it was a military music program. But, like, we got to travel. We were on scholarship. We, we all were on scholarship. So we trained a lot, like, two to three times a day with our instruments, either individually or as a marching band, or as a concert band. So it was, like, fantastic training with all this military shit and guns and, and yelling and getting beat up and stuff. So it was wonderful. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. And so there was the rumor of this... This Oh, okay, so anytime you were punished, officially punished, at the school, you would get something called a tour. And one tour was one hour of marching back and forth on the parade square. Just mindless marching back and forth. It's... It's, like, the most boring punishment in the world. But if you were, like, say, late for a class, you would get five tours. So that's five hours of marching back and forth. Oh, okay. Like, you would have been fucked. Why? I'm good at walking. Oh, oh yeah, you mean for me on time from yeah. actuality. Yeah, oh, exactly. That would have been fucked. <laughs> and like, and you're, He's still doing tours. Right, I thought so. You should so. see me walk, though. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Jesus. Well, how do you march, though? It's different. I don't know. I've never tried. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... So you'd, you'd get, like, five tours if you were late to a class. You'd actually get five demerit points and five tours. This is a long, bad story. Anyways, <laughs> so the pu- one of the punishments were... I'll just go into the thing. One of the punishments was marching back and forth. On your free time, you weren't allowed off campus during leave hours, like, if you weren't done your tours. You had no life mm-hmm. until you worked off all your tours. And you could get tours for anything. So some people, like... Would, would rack up a hundred tours and it's like you're going to spend months in your free time trying to work off those hours before you can even leave campus. So people are like relegated to campus for like months on end if they're badasses or dumbasses and just get into trouble all the time. So there was a rumor that there was this this cadet that had a lot of tours that 
Uh, I can't remember the backstory for it. Maybe he killed himself because he was so, like, fucking depressed. He had so many tours. And the rumor is the ghost just haunts the parade square and, and, and marches back and forth. And, like, you know, every school that's been around for a while has some crazy kid that killed himself and has become a ghost, I feel like. Um, <laughs> it's a trope now. Yeah, it's a trope. Oh. Yeah. It's not real. Um, so, I, uh, because I was a trumpet player, I, at one point, was in charge of bugling on campus, which in the military is a very important thing. You need to play, like, bugle calls to wake people up and to raise the flag and to, like go to mess, which is uh, your meal times, and, like, uh, raise the flag, lower the flag, end of the day, school call. Like, they have all these different bugle calls to signify what time it is in the day, so that if you're anywhere on campus and you hear the bugle call, you're like, oh, okay, it's time for parade, I gotta get back It's not just taps over and over? It's not just taps all day. (laughs) That's only at the end of the day. Um, But, yeah, I had to play that, too. Um, So that meant I had to get up super early whenever it was my day to bugle, uh, I I was on call basically, so I had extra duties, and so I had to get up early and like wake up the whole school by bugling as loud as I could outside on the parade square and also inside into an intercom system. And let me tell you, that's the worst fucking way to wake up in in the world. It's like a blaring trumpet over like a over like super loud intercom system. Um, but that's how the school woke up. So one morning uh, I get out there. We would wake up at five forty five in the morning. Was the time to wake people up and uh so i would run to the headquarters building at, at 5 30 in the morning um to make sure i was there on time watch the clock and then as soon as the clock hit i would play the bugle call <clears throat> so it's 5 30 in the morning fuck this is the longest story ever and i'm running out of my barracks and as i'm running out to like go to the headquarters um i see a cadet standing in the shadows and at night like we have like a few spotlights on the parade square we used to and he's just kind of standing in the shadow of a tree, so the light from the, the spotlight isn't on him. It's just kind of going through the trees, and I see that there's a cadet in uniform standing there in the dark. And I'm running it, I'm like barely awake. I'm running with my uh, with my, my trumpet, and I see this kid, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like before first call. Like, what the hell is anybody? Like, you can't, you're, you're not allowed to, like, be out of your, your bed or your rack, as we'd call it. You can't be out of your rack between 10 p.m. and 5.45. Like, you got to be in your room, at least. Um, and you'd need to even get permission to go to the bathroom, things like that. Um, so it was weird to see a kid in uniform marching off his tours, like, in the middle of the night, essentially. So I, like, stopped, and I looked at him, and I was like, dude, what, what the fuck are you doing? And he just disappeared. In front of my eyes. And it really creeped me out. I don't know if that's a scary (laughs) payoff, as people think, but... (laughs) Wow! I I can't remember if he looked at me or not. I can't... Like, it was such a weird experience, but it stuck with me, like, all these years of just, like, seeing this... Do you believe that it was an apparition of some sort? Yeah, because, I like, I saw it. I mean, it was in the shadows, but, like, I saw it and spoke to it. Like... Right. Like, there's... Like I, like, I saw him, I stopped, I, it registered on me that there's a kid there in uniform, standing at attention. Like, you march back and forth. Like, you march to the end of the, the one end of the parade square, you halt, you do an about face, you march back, you halt, you do an about face, you march, <laughs> and you do this forever until you work off your tours. And he was, it looked like he was just standing at attention in the shadows. Like, he had just, like, marched to the end, did an about face, and was about to take off again. And it was just so, like, I spoke to it. That's creepy. 
It's creepy. What did you do after it disappeared? All the hairs on the back of my neck raised up, uh, and I quickly ran to headquarters, and I, I couldn't tell, like, the, the adult in charge... Well, I just had to like because they would have court-martialed you on spot. They would have killed me <laughs> right. on the spot. Um, no, it was just like it was just so creepy. I just didn't understand it, and I was like, "There's no way like this adult's gonna okay, believe shit. me." I like this. This uh, I think this is good fodder for uh, for for some improvisation. No? All right. Oh, uh, I mean, if we're gonna oh. get into that portion of the yeah podcast yeah. by now, may as well, uh, I guess. Yeah. So maybe this story will inspire the story we're about to tell. In improv form. Now, can I get the person that drew wild? Because we drew all of our uh, positions beforehand. So, uh, Carrie, you drew wild. I drew wild. All right. Uh-oh. So what the wild means is that you can pick any of us to join with, and you will share that position with them. Oh. But you don't know what we have. <clears throat> I don't know what's what. Um, I want to I wanna, I wanna go with Christian. I want to join up with him. I want to upset his story <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I, I promise I'll be in it. I, I won't do that. All right. Christian, do you want to reveal what you have? I do, and you're going to be disappointed because I'm the narrator. Uh, well, oh. we can, that's fun. That can be fun. Yeah. You can still throw a few, I was going to say corkscrews, into my wrench. <laughs> oh. Wrench is into your bird. I into my, cor- my corky Romanos. Yeah. <laughs> that's an impression what I meant. Yeah. Well, yeah. well that's the impression that I get. It was all gone. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So, as the narrator, you, you're you not stricken to narrator. You can jump in as other characters oh, really? as well. Okay, great. So, uh, don't uh, don't uh, feel like you have to just stay and be a narrator. If All you right. want to, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Well, no, 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 this is good to know. I thought I was just stuck at, at narration, but... Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Care, you and I, were narrators. All right. So, we'll get into that uh, after we finish everything yeah. else. So, uh, Colin, you want to say what you got? I got the swing character. I got the little sad face. Oh, you got the sad face? Well, I got the sad face, too. That means that Colin and I are swing characters. We can jump in and out as we please. We have no responsibility at all. Perfect for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that means that Damien got the celebrity. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. What does the celebrity do? I've never been more happy in my life. (laughs) <laughs> so basically the celebrity I pull up a random celebrity generator It's going to give Damien yeah. four options He'll have to appear in the story As that celebrity at some point in time Okay. Now your four options are yep. Rita Ora Who? Oh, Edward Norton okay. Jeff Dunham <laughs> He's the, the, the Puppet guy, guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. And okay. Uh, Vanilla Ice I, I, like, I like the idea of a ventriloquist on a podcast. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> you can just do voices there. Uh, Jeff Dunham. I don't even. Wait, who are his puppets? I'm gonna, I kind of remember like two of them. He's one of them's a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the big fur thing. Yeah, the racist one. So it's going to be very racist. It's going to be horribly racist. Yeah, it's like the Taliban skeleton. Yeah, Taliban skeleton. That's right. That's his name, right? Yeah, Taliban skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Creative name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ahmed the dead terrorist. Okay. That's wow. All right. All right. So you you're sticking with Jeff Dunham then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So with the narrator position, you get to choose whether you want the generator to give you a relationship, word, or location. I think maybe for the sake of two narrators, relationship is good because then we oh, can. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. 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 Well. I think we have a location. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh. 
So it's going to be Wait, relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. was very unclear. All right, and your relationship is bartender slash waitress. <laughs> All right, so as narrators. Okay, we have the spooky bartender and waitress. Perfect. All right. Danny, table 11 needs their drinks. Would you hurry up in there already? Yeah, 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 I will. It's just... What's wrong? Something got you down? Your mind tied up in something? Yeah, my mind's... Yeah, sure, I'll share it. It's the anniversary of something that happened in my life, and it's a little uh, hard to talk about, but I guess now's a good time as any. It's also our anniversary, but you didn't address that at all. (sighs) Yeah, no, I remembered. I was going to get to that. It's fine. Later, with your present. Oh my goodness, I'll wait for that. But let's get to your story first. Sure. Uh, Well, tell you what. I'll mix up these Manhattans and tell you all about this creepy thing that happened to me when I was a teenager. A teenager? I remember that. Yeah, like a young man. You were so handsome. I remember when you were back in your boarding school. You looked so good in your little outfit. Well, thank you. It's it's military school. I mean, boarding school is, is really for Nancy Rich boys, but this was... This was a little tougher. I see. Yeah. <laughs> you do certainly carry an air of toughness about you. I've been told. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm also the bouncer here, so... You, you, gotta, you gotta wear different hats. <laughs> but back in my teenage years, I was wearing military hats. Military hats. Fitted for small male heads. I feel like we're being carried away back to your dormitory. Back to the barracks, actually. Dormitories are for rich white kids going to boarding school. We had barracks. Barracks. Stick can, with me now, Whitney. I can see them now. Yeah, they were brick. Brick. With roofs. And they had windows. But all the blinds were all dressed the same. So you're saying it was just you and your and your roommate yeah. speaking to one another deep into the night one evening. Yes, we were. I can see it now. It was dark and rainy and cold out. It was it was October. Hey, you got to get in your rack. I don't want to get in my rack. Get in your rack. Come it's on. It's past 10 p.m. Come on. Sarge doesn't know. We'll just stay up and, like, read or something. Well, what if he caught you up here in my rack with me? In your rack? Yeah. What do you mean, in your rack? We got a bunk bed. I'll just take the top bunk like always. Hey, uh, you want to hear a joke? Yeah, I do. I've done two tours in my rack. What, like two hours of sleeping in your rack? Or? It was like a military joke. I take it back. It anyway, wasn't you a very gotta, good joke. Listen, I know that you're scared, but you can't be sleeping in my rack with me every night. Yeah, I'm saying I don't want to. All right. You keep poking me. It's real creepy. It's like I wake up in the middle of the night... And you're knocking on my leg with your finger. Yeah, yeah, my finger, yeah. Yeah, why would you do that? That's weird. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, sometimes I get scared as well. And I figured I'd I'd jump into your rack before 5.30. I scuttle back up to mine up top, and uh, no one's the wiser. Yeah, but if Sarge ever caught us, he'd be kind of mad, wouldn't he? He'd be sore, for sure. Sore? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Listen, do you mind if I just huddle close to you? Just this one. This yeah. one last night. Come All right, on. Malcolm. We're, we're almost out. Get in here, Malcolm. Anyway. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Listen, um, I know that we're not really supposed to ask mm-hmm. or tell. Yeah. There's that bit about that, but I was just wondering, what, uh, 
What is your sexual orientation? Nothing, 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 nothing. nothing. What does that even no, mean? I wasn't saying anything. Just what do you, if you were oh, 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 here, here in my bed going down. Oh, oh, it's Andrew Lights out. You boys should not be in the same old boat there. I am standing uh, at attention. Yet you're still lying down. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, let me just sit back, back up to my rack. Uh, Sarge, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it won't happen again. We 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 was discussing um uh, formations on the parade square and how we could improve them. Well, yeah, well, that's what it's going to be. Then I would like to hear these ideas tomorrow morning. Uh, you you got it. We'll we'll, we'll write up uh, uh, some uh, some maps, I guess. Yeah, some some diagrams of church of, diagrams. Yeah, for formations and oh, how to whatever you got for me. Yes, sergeant. Oh, eight hundred hours tomorrow. Yes, sergeant. Yes, sergeant. That's very kind of you to give us time to eat breakfast. All Perfect. right, now, good night, boys. Come give me, give Sarge a kiss. Oh, Sarge, okay. You got it. Yep. Uh, yeah, soft lips. Uh, I don't feel like your heart was in it. Okay, Sarge. It's better. All right. All right. You. Good night, Sarge. Good night, good night boys. Sarge. I'll get back into your rack right now. What? I just look what I wanted to address with you today before graduation. Yeah. Is, does it make you uncomfortable? In October? In October. Yeah. <laughs> Graduating from our, our, our plebe training when we were just new recruits. Yeah, I know. Sure, that's a term I recognize. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we're no longer plebes and referred to as such. Right. Yeah. Right. Show up for plebeian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to know if it makes... Does it make you uncomfortable being the only heterosexual cadet? I'm the only one? Well, I... It's like you were completely unaware. We have to kiss our sergeant goodnight every night. Yeah, but I thought that was just rules and regulations. Uh, yeah, at this school in particular. I just noticed that, let's say, I could get into your bunk with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm being very forceful. Mm-hmm. I have an erection, obviously. That's not your finger. Not my finger, no. Mm-hmm. Both of them up here. Both hands, rather. Both. Okay, I see all ten Both my fingers. poking fingers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> These ones. So I'm still being poked. With an erection. That's your erection. That's my erection. Listen, I just don't think that you're going to make it in the military. Why not? Because you're not making love to men. Yeah, but I just don't like to. See, this makes no sense to me. (laughs) They're just words coming at me. How can you not be in love with the physical form of these jacked-up cadets? Well, I mean, first of all, I haven't even finished puberty. I haven't finished puberty. No, I got like six hairs down there. Can I see it? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Here. You sprouted them just as we're speaking. No, I plucked them. Oh, you yeah. plucked them. Here they are. Thank you. I'll cherish these for all. Now I don't have any. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. This is another reason why you're not going to make it in the military. I've been growing these things for 13 years. Feels like deliberately. No, deliberately but I mean, like, just, I've been around for thirteen years, so you know, it took me thirteen years to grow these six hairs. I'm gonna have to wait another thirteen years to grow six more. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll never be a man now. No, why you'll never have a thick bush of pubic hair. Yeah, why do you? Because it's my my Manhattan upbringing. Wow, I have the voice of a sixty-five-year-old alcoholic. Yeah, you do. Speaking of Manhattans, can I get those Manhattans already? Yeah, Danny? Whitney, hold up. I, you got to make them with care, all right. If I learned anything in military school, it was you got to be diligent about what you're doing. Right. You got to take your time. You can't rush a good thing. 
So you're saying that a, a, a long-standing relationship went on between you and uh, this young man? Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm, that yeah. was his name. Well, I mean, he was my roommate for all four years of military school, and we rose up through the ranks together. Right, fast-tracking in October graduations. Would you imagine that? Yeah, it was a thing. The military didn't like to spend too much time learning people, just marching and shooting things. I got you. So are you saying that a relationship sprang from something so obviously... Uh... What? Well, it didn't sound like, and our relationship now mm -hmm. makes it seem like maybe you don't like having sex with men, which is odd to me, knowing the military as I do. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm trying to make it as clear as possible. I'm really into the ladies. Did you ever make it clear to him? Yeah, I told him as much. That whole conversation we just flashed back to was how I liked women. Just words coming at me. I don't understand oh, right Whitney, now. You're not attracted you. to men? No. Huh. I mean, I, I don't mind. This is the man that I married, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, don't you like it when I make love to you? Absolutely, but I assumed that it was with the image of a strong, jacked-up young military man in your head. No, I mean, that's why I married a lovely, curvaceous woman like you. Right, right. I thought it was for my mannish hands. No, that just reminds me of my Sarge. But other everything else is all ladylike. All right, well, you were saying back on graduation day, mm -hmm. I can imagine it now. Right, it was even later October, and it was rainy and dark, another dark night. This time, more leaves had fallen on the ground, some of them brown, some orange, red, yellow. A couple green ones, which just didn't die, but were plucked off, because it wasn't uniform. I see, and you were delivering your valedictorian speech. Yes. This would have been four years later. Right. As I stand here today, and I'm looking at all of you... Yeah, thanks, Dad. Um, as I stand here, and I look across this sea of cadets, and I think back on the four years that I spent growing into the man that I am today... Don't let your voice break! Thanks, Dad. Please. You're shaking like a leaf up there! Yeah, I'm very nervous. In Please. the October winds! It's cold, and these uniforms aren't thick enough. I don't know why they made them out of such thin material. It's a gown! Why are we having... Is this my speech, Dad? I'm sorry to interrupt. You just look ridiculous to me. I chose a gown because I felt like I would needed to represent some of the female cadets at the school who, are, who don't get enough say around here. Anyways, as I look out on this sea of cadets, both male and female, I just would like to say, this school is really creepy. Does nobody else notice that? There's like a pervasive weird sexualness to it that you don't necessarily need. I believe the correct term is sexuality. Sexual alienity in this school <laughs> that I don't think you'd necessarily need in high school. I mean, kids are going to discover it on their own, but yet everything we do at this school has got to be sex related. And I don't understand why. Thank you for letting me be your valedictorian. <laughs> How'd I do, Dad? Hey, you did great out there. Why don't you run along with your friends with the similar voices to me? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Danny, you were great up there. Thanks, Malcolm. Hey, I just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, lift up my gown and show you my invitation to you to, to our cadet prom. A military prom, if you would. I'm sure there's a proper term for it. Yeah, the, the school dance. The school dance? Yeah. So... I mean, I'm down on one knee here, Danny. Do you, do you accept my, my prom proposal? 
I'm down on both knees here, Danny. Yeah, no, I saw you. I'm down on both Lower knees. Lower the second knee. L- lifting your gown, just, Don't, just begging please. you. Please, it's it's my I'm down prom on both dress. Knees. This is my lady's gown. Tugging with both please hands. Please take Danny. your hands off me. Danny, Someone, I'm please help me. Knees. Malcolm is getting handsy again. Sorry, oh, Danny. Oh, standing at attention now. Why are you turning down the goodwill of a fellow cadet? He came in here offering himself up to you for that Wait. prom, and you're. You're turning him down like some kind of some kind of jackass. Sarge, you're getting mad at me? I got, got my heart on my sleeve here, along with my echo. He poured his feelings up for you, asking you, go, you to go down to the dance. What do you do? He all he did was literally sew a heart patch on his sleeve, which is not against. It's against regulations. You're not supposed to have that on your uniform. It looks pretty good, though, eh, Sarge? It does. By it looks way, like I, he's a, a like a heart corporal. It's like right above his chevron ranks on his on his thing. I'm also, just, I've also got my gown tied up on one side to show my legs. You like that? Some nice legs there. Thank you. Sorry. Very nice legs. I'm just so confused. I've been at this school for four years, Sarge. I get propositioned by Malcolm every single day. Every day. And he doesn't get that that I just I want to be his friend and just his friend. These are just words coming at me. Oh, Jesus. Maybe you need to be more clear in your intentions. Maybe you should show him how you feel at the prom. You guys know that uh, a celebrity uh, ventriloquist Jeff Dunham is going to be there. He's oh, here. That's oh. crazy. At the prom, not not now. Oh wow! How'd you guys land him? He's a he's a he's a friend of. Uh, he's an old friend. Let's just say friend. those dummies ain't the only thing that has a hand up their backside, as is the joke that many ventriloquists make. I don't understand. He's These fisting words. He fists says, He put his hand on, up on, my on, backside. On, oh, God. that's how we know him. On I weekends. See. Hey, Sarge. Why'd the school chose, choose to have the uh, the school dance in the old abandoned uh, lecture hall? <laughs> Colonel Sanders Hall. They're waxing the gym floor, so we, we needed to put it somewhere. Yeah, but that place hasn't been used since... Well, you know. What? Since what, Danny? I mean, tell the whole story. What happened in that gym that makes you so terrified of it? You wouldn't want to know. Wouldn't I? Can you mix a couple more Manhattans for me? Yeah, yeah, here. Let me, let me mix a couple more and tell you the story of Colonel Sanders Hall. It was my second year at military school, and uh, it was late October, my second year there. And just you and Malcolm were in the, the lecture hall? In Colonel Sanders Hall, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm taking that now. Thanks for taking me there. Hey, Danny, why don't you sneak in here with me real quick? Why? I just wanted to show you something. We're not supposed to go into Colonel Sanders Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's been abandoned, which is a strange thing to keep up uh, with, with all this wax on the floor. I mean, they polish this shit to, to, to hell. Yeah, and they don't use it. It's very strange why they would do that. I just want What was that? Danny, did you know that... Uh... Did you know that Colonel Sanders, why this place is called Colonel Sanders Hall? Well, because Colonel Sanders founded the school, and... That's right. Are you hearing that? I, I thought I was the only one. That's why I brought you in here. No, it sounds like a, a chicken. It's like the ghosts of a thousand chickens. I just... Oh, my God. Haunting this all. Can you smell that in the air? Yeah, it smells delicious. It's a special recipe. Oh, my God. I want to eat it. I don't see any chickens. I've been, I've been too, too afraid to do it. But legend has it that if you spend the night in Colonel Sanders' hole with me, his hole, uh, Colonel Sanders' hole, Colonel Sanders' hole or hall? What are you saying, Malcolm? Just stay with me here. Okay. If we get deep, deep into Colonel Sanders' hole for oh. one evening, hole, oh. 
they say that the spirit of all these chickens in that beautiful man in his secret recipe <laughs> will be released finally. And I was wondering if, if, if you'd spend the night here with me, just have one beautiful evening. It doesn't have to be tonight. It might be in two years' time. What, like at the school dance or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, something yeah, something like that. That would be if the gym was closed because they were busy waxing that floor or something. That would never happen. Well, I mean, it might. I just mean that if we could have one beautiful evening together and to relinquish this, this school of this horrible curse, would you do that with me, Danny? So what did you say? Did you do it, Danny? I turned Malcolm down. Oh, jeez, he sounds like such a fine young man with a desperate desire for your physical self. Yeah, I mean, it was really pretty creepy. He really wanted me. And so, that's fine, you know, it's okay to want someone. It's okay, I didn't have a problem with that. It's just... Well, I wasn't gay. And Malcolm was as gay, gay as... Again, just words coming at me. What uh, does it mean? He was gay, gay. Yes, 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 I understand. He was a gay homosexual man. Yes. Yeah. And you were... Not! Okay. Oh. Whitney, this is why I just married you. Just tell me what happened at the dance. Of love, or was it... Why are they choosing this music for the high school dance? Boys, get closer together. Sarge, it's a slow dance. Okay, Sarge. Put no the, room for Jesus here. Put the rule in between us again. Or the Bible. Either of them. Just show us how close we should dance together. You shouldn't be able to fit. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> So I, you, just one of these paper leaves of, like, the old Gideon's Bible? One yeah. of those onion skin type papers? You better be able to keep that aloft. Oh, oh boy. I'll try, but I'll tell you. I'm standing at attention right now. Yeah, you pierced the page with your, your with your erection through your gown. I was just doing that because I enjoy piercing papers of the Bible with my erection. I really don't think that's a good thing to do. Hold I mean, me close, Danny. You know how scary I find this. Okay, but I'm going to hold you from behind because the front way is... Cool, so cool! It just keeps poking me. Let me just bend over style. Why? Oh. They're playing my jam. Oh. Shake that ass, bitches, if you... (laughs) Just shake that ass. Yeah, Danny. Grind up against me. Ah, this onion skin between us, I tell you, it's just got me almost not terrified of the horrible curse. Do you remember coming into this hall with me two years ago, Danny? The music just turned off. Oh, wait, I can hear the chick. Oh, no, that's just the chick. Just hold me close, Danny. Okay. It's kind of weird that we're the only two in, in, in Sarge at this Well, dance. it's because they fast-tracked us. We graduate in October. No one else is doing this, Danny. You two boys are special cadets, and that's why we're going to have our special guest coming in here tonight, uh, uh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff, Jeff Dunham? Dunham? Yeah. Just for us. He'll be Oh, he's not here yet? Not yet. Oh, Has he shown up? Yeah, he's here, but he's not here. When does he go on stage? Uh, in about 15 minutes. Oh, at the boy. stroke of midnight. Why so late? I don't know. Did you plan... Wait a minute, Malcolm... I just wanted you to spend the night with me. Jesus, Malcolm, is that why you made us, like, have graduations every October and then only us were fast-tracked? And then, like, was this all a big ruse to just get me in here for one tender night? One tender night. One chicken tender night. Just you and me, Danny. In this deep... Deep in Colonel Sanders' hole. Now I say I say who's in my hole. 
Oh my gosh! It's the Colonel Sanders ghost. That's right. It's the Colonel Sanders ghost. Oh my God! Where's your uniform? Why do you always wear that white suit? And why is that my first question for you? I'm a ghost. I don't get stricken by rules. Okay. I can wear whatever I want. There's a curse on this school, and you know what that means? We're screwed? <laughs> yeah, it means that you guys are going to turn into two of my famous spices. What? <laughs> Danny, there's a way to counteract this. If we just hold strong right up against each other until the stroke of midnight when Jeff Dunham performs as foretold by ancient lore. Yeah, I was going to ask, how do you know this? Uh, and how ancient is this lore? Because the I school's only been around for like 50, 60 years. I know I don't look at Danny, but uh, I'm also a g g g g g a g g g I'm also a, a g g g septuagenarian. I've been in this. <laughs> that's why I'm your a, voice is so low. That's why I didn't want to. And you have so much hair. Yeah. So Wait a much minute. Of it. I'm, I'm a teenage <laughs> boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, this, this. <laughs> This goes back to ancient Rome, when they would, they would have Rome or Rome. Rome, when the finest chicken recipes were. I think you mix up your words a lot, Malcolm. I'm sorry. I meant to say ancient Greece, which they deep fried the chicken in. Now I say, as much as I like hearing you guys whispering together and watching it, I got some business to take care of, and that's making you into a spice and you into a spice. For I'm going to make this the finest KFC in all the land, and I'm going to make this the most delicious KFC. You two are going to get gobbled up, and you, Sarge, you're going to get gobbled up, too. Oh, not the Sarge! I'm only here to make sure that these two find love. <laughs> Malcolm, I know you laid yourself out on the line here. I didn't know that Colonel Sanders' ghost was going to show up. But did you know he's... So old? Of course I did! And I'm a teenager? I was there the night that Colonel Sanders was stricken down in this very hall. Hall? Danny, don't you hear me? This it sounds like you're straining really hard when you speak. It's hard to maintain an erection at my age. Colonel, it's me, Henrietta, your prize chicken. Here is the spice basket. Jesus. Thank you, Henrietta, for my spice basket. Colonel Sanders, did you just found this school just so you could turn wayward cadets into spices for your chicken? Why else would you build a school for cadets? Danny, real quick. Yeah, you fair re- point. Do you remember that inexplicable scene from Home Alone, the first one, when when Buzz is explaining to little Macaulay Culkin about the old man who's actually some kind of ghoul in the neighborhood, and he, the, he shovels salt onto the onto the sidewalks, and it turns to mummies? Do you yeah. remember that scene? Yeah, that was my favorite scene. It's just like that, Danny, don't you see? Wait, are you the old man, and are you a ghost, too? Yes, I made a small cameo ex- uh, appearance <laughs> no, but- in that movie. How come I can feel your your finger poke me, quote unquote finger, when when I'm in your rack with you? Uh, I mean, uh, if you're a ghost and really old ghost, have you ever heard with the young scared stiff, Denny? It's uh, he's been possessing me in the night. That's you, Sarge. That's me. That's why I'm so invested in this. Uh, uh, now, Sarge, I have something in my spice basket. It's a beautiful drumstick. Would you like to come over here and take a bite of it? Don't do it, Sarge. 
Don't, don't do it, son. You know how I love If me. I shake it around like this and stir it ever so slowly in the air. He's doing the old shake and bake, son. Does it bring you closer to me? Don't do it, Sarge. Don't take a bite. I think I might have to take a bite. Don't Come take the on. drumstick Just in your mouth. Just a little nibble of it. Sarge. I'm open and wide. Don't say it! Hey, it's 11.59! I can hear the racist call of Jeff Dunham has foretold! What? Oh, it's me, Jeff Dunham, and I'm here with uh, with one of my puppets. Uh, Whoa, which, which puppet did you bring? Thanks for the tonight. Hold yeah. strong, Sarge. We're about to be seen. My name is Ahmed. I am a terrorist, I guess. Are you French? I don't care. I'm being... Ambiguously racist. <laughs> okay, wow. Jihad. That doesn't seem as ambiguous anymore to me. I'm a French jihadist. Here's a interesting question. Just, Colonel, I, I'm sorry to, you know, put a stop to your dastardly plans for a second here, but yeah. how is Jeff Dunham the force to stop Colonel Sanders from turning cadets into spices for his chicken? How does that work? And it was foretold in Greece and Roam. People don't know this, but I'm, I'm actually a, a, a vegetarian. Oh, are you with PETA? Who? PETA? It's like a flatbread. From mm, the Hunger Games. Different PETAs. They roll them up and put chicken tenders in them. They're called Twisters. They're delicious. Oh, boy. Remember I said I was a vegetarian. Oh, I'm sorry. The yeah. biggest mistake you guys made is read a book of rules that I wrote. For I brought just enough bodies in here to fulfill my spice basket and take over this cadet school. God damn it. Wait a minute, this this one's a puppet, though. It, that's not a real human? No. What? I don't understand. It was talking, though. I am only a puppet. <laughs> I am not real. See, it's real. It's talking over no, there. No, I, the I, lips I, are moving and everything. No, the, the terribly racist voice I'm doing... Colonel Sanders is really dumb. I know. That's why we needed Wait, Jeff Dunham to come here to trick his five special spices the, out of him. Was that your, way he can be... Was your whole plan foiled <laughs> by a ventriloquist dummy? No, it wasn't. They, How long have you been planning this? Only a couple of thousand years, not many. You called, you called me knowing who I was and what I did, thinking that I was two people. Well, I thought you were five, to be honest. Well, they're all puppets. They're all puppets? All of them. You mean I'm not just one short? You know, the thing is... I had some wiggle room. Actually, you're too short, because I, Jeff Dunham, not only am I a vegetarian, but I myself am a puppet. What? Then who's controlling you? I am a totally autonomous puppet, much like Pinocchio, one day dreaming to be a real boy. That's not spicy at all. This is a lot of information at once, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, says the ghost. You know what? Don't worry. There's a man standing in the corner over there. I'll just turn him into a spice. What are you doing here? Oh, I, I just, uh, I was just uh, hiding in the corner. I thought I was just watching you guys dance. It was real nice. Jesus, how long have you been there? Oh, just, just uh, ever since you guys got in here. Franklin, have you been tailing us? No. no. Aren't you out? past your bedtime? That taps played two hours ago. Yeah, but I wanted to watch you guys dance. Where are your pants, Franklin? I left them in my rack. Why would you do that? Because I didn't need them. <laughs> oh, Colonel, 
Here's your spice cannon. <laughs> Great, my spice cannon that turns people into spice. All I need to do is oh, just no. line it up. No, don't. And shoot it right at this boy in the corner. No, please cannon, don't. Colonel. Franklin, you should never have come. Oh, save me. <laughs> One spice down, and it's the rule of four spice, as all you know. And there's three of you left. Now, Colonel, I'm going to just shake this back at you here and drag you back in. I've been promoted. I'm only a sergeant. <laughs> oh, you're the colonel. You're oh, the damn it. <laughs> I didn't mean to go and bring promotions in here. Well, you promoted him. no longer Well, sergeant. I needed a higher rank spice. Well, I don't have to follow. <laughs> Colonel Sarge! Colonel Sarge! Now I'm oregano. Oh, man. And I'm cilantro. Oh, nobody likes cilantro. Oh. Now it looks like as long as all of these puppets don't come to life and attack me all simultaneously, then this plan is going to come into fruition. And all I need is you two to, to turn into spices and don't even go close to each other. So what happened? How'd you get out of there, Danny? Well... <laughs> Danny, I mean, you're drawing a blank. You're just looking off into the distance like some horrific, horrific thing. Oh, Danny, look me in the eyes and tell me that you love me. What? That's just not... look me in the eyes and tell me that you love me, How Danny? many questions do you have for me? I mean, you, you asked me for what happened. And Only one question. But no, the there was two. Part... Tell me, was that a question? Tell me that. Oh, it's just a request. <laughs> just a request. I guess so. Malcolm! Malcolm, hey! Oi. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You were, I thought you were Malcolm. I'm sorry. I am. Uh, as far as I know, I am Malcolm. Oh, but you're a woman. I thought you were. sorry. I thought you were someone I, I knew long Wait ago. Wait a minute, Whitney. <laughs> Let me pull uh, this wig off you, Whitney. Malcolm! Hello, Danny. Jesus, I haven't seen you since that night many years ago in October at the gym. And then... The story you just asked me about. I thought you were my wife. For 30 long years. Yeah. I'm 118 years old. And s still a, a ghost. Great. So, wait. I'm just old. I'm just old. Ghost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Malcolm, are you, are, you a, are you a woman now? Or, like, what's... I'm so confused. What's going on? I orchestrated the whole thing, and I would have gotten away with it, too. So you dressed up as a woman and married him? Yeah. And you've been married to a man thinking it was a woman this whole time? Yeah, well, I mean, we just didn't do it a lot. We didn't, and if we did, it was always in the dark. We did from it behind. It was. <laughs> we did it quite a bit. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I mean, we it slowed was... down. It got a bit boring after a while. Always the uh, same. Well, after position. I hit 107, 108, things slowed down. Yeah. Now they do, but you know, two, three times a week. I did think it was weird that Whitney had a penis. <laughs> that did, that did cross my mind at one point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I did like playing with it. Anyway, um, Malcolm, you know, it's, uh, it's good to see you. Um, you too. Didn't mean to make this weird. I, it's odd. I don't recall who you are. Necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Why are you talking to my husband? I guess now. Well, we're just working in this bar. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we went to a college together. It's fine, though. Do you guys have a history history or something? What do, you, what do you mean? Do do we have a history? You well, you know. would know. You should know. I should know. I should not recall this person at all. I'm so oh. old. I know. This is why you've been so forgetful. I had no idea, Whitney. Malcolm. Thank you. I prefer my Christian name. Yeah. All right. Malkinian. 
It's like an old Roman Christian Catholic name. Yeah, yeah. It goes, back to, it goes back to the ancient Greece. Yeah, to the Greece. So why did you have me tell this story the whole time if you knew what happened? Because I just we wanted were there. to bring you back to that one fruitful evening in the gym when you found love with me. So that maybe I could I could live as myself finally. So we could live together. Yeah. But so that you could know that that this love has been growing inside of you all along. Deep. No, it's usually deep pretty hard before it goes inside me. Yeah. I also thought it was weird that you would have sex with me, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Malkinium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am gay. Finally! Ah, jeez. I love you, Malkinium. And I love you, baby. But you lied to me for many, many, many years. years. 30 I... years. 30 years of lies. Listen, I knew that this was inside of you all along, so really it's a sweet action that I have. So how did we defeat the colonel? Well, one by Why don't one. you tell it? One by one that evening, I'll take you back. <laughs> what are we going to do? I mean, the colonel just told us that we had to, you know, unless all of the puppets rise up against him, how do we make that happen? That's the only way we can defeat him. Well, we've got two, uh, two of the five spices already. Yeah. Oregano. Oregano. And cilantro. Cilantro. Two more to go. And you know what? It's cumin time. <laughs> Have sex with me, Danny. What? Have sex with me as hard as you can. It's the only way to relinquish the spirit from the gym. Go? Quick, Danny. It's not an elaborate ruse. I need you to go deep, deep in I my hole. I don't to think. I'll just do it. Uh, why are we doing this again? To, so that the ghosts will go away or something. Why, why, Colonel, why are you still here? Why are you watching this? I want to stop it, but it, damn it, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, I can't, I gotta watch. The love you two share is magic, I can see it. Now that you're distracted, Colonel, you've you've killed my people for too long. We're gonna rise up, the chickens are gonna oh, rise up. Please, up. rise up. We're gonna peck you. Uh, oh my god, they're killing him, they're killing him, they're killing him. has been inside of me this whole time and our love for each other has grown ever since despite my constant need to just completely lie to you. Now, Danny, as I requested earlier, look me in the eyes and tell me that you love me. Don't close them. Don't you look away from me. You look me in the eyes, Danny, and tell me, tell me how much you love me. Love you. Me, Kitten Hewitt. I what? <laughs> what? Nothing. Who's Kitten Danny, look Hewitt. me in the eyes. That's why are you making me look you in the eyes? Keep looking. Oh no, Kitty, I'm so Don't look under the table. What are you? Don't doing? look under the table, why Christian. I mean so my long time wife. So Don't confused. you look under the table. Oh I'm... tell me that you love me, Danny. I love, oh! I love you. I love you. And with that the curse was lifted. <laughs> And Kerton and Christian were finally able to share a ride home together. Guys, what just happened? Did we do the podcast? That's how it happens every week, yeah. <laughs> no. That's how we tell stories on this podcast. Are we supposed to improv a story? Uh, were we not? Oh my god. What? Was that not a story the whole time? Spooked! Spooked. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were going to say that. I was like, what? Oh. That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they all go? Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, same, yeah. same story every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just we yeah. just rotate. Yeah. I sexually impose myself on whoever yeah. the is. Yeah. And then, uh, I like how Malcolm turned out to be an old man vying for the love of a young in a pedophilic boy. way of a young cadet. <laughs> With the Stockholm syndrome finally kicking in, yeah. after, <laughs> after like thirty after years of yeah. married to him as a woman, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it all made sense in the end. Mm-hmm. It always. Oh, I'm just glad everything got tied up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wrapped up uh, tightly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, how, how long was that, out of curiosity? Uh, we're at about an hour right now. Okay, golden. So not bad. Not how long does it usually go? About that long. Perfect. Oh, look at that. We're wow. still going right now. Uh, is, oh, it's still... Wow. Um, post I thought it just yeah. ended with spooked. And I was like, oh, okay. No, we got a couple... You know, you can edit things. It is possible oh, no, to edit. No, we Wait, what? That. Why would we do that? Have, we don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> you just slide the little thing back. It's called improv. This just and uh, you got to let the process show. Yeah. Wow. It's like math. Oh. Yeah. So you Long show division. the work. You show, show the work. Show Long work. division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a type of math. We got to run through and do some plugs. Oh, plugs. Uh, hey, listeners, go and watch How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town on iTunes, like all the video demand on-demand platforms, and in theaters if you're in a select city. Just look it up. It's a really fun movie. It's got a ridiculously good cast of people. Uh, including Jewel State from Firefly, Lauren Hawley, Ennis uh, Esmer, Lauren Lee Smith, James McGowan, myself, Jonas Chernick, Tommy Amber Peary, all these like amazing Canadian actors from great Canadian TV shows and movies. Uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Orphan Black, Thursdays. We have another half of a season to go, season four, Murdoch Mysteries, or The Artful Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you may be. Check them out. <laughs> Do we? All right. Yeah. Is that what you wanted with plugs? That's exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nailed plugs. Do you have anything to plug? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. I can't be the only one plugging things. Let's go plug away, guys. Uh, okay. Let's show you plugs. Uh, there is a uh, short film coming out uh, soon as well with uh, that uh, Care Road. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fox Trouble. Fox Trouble. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you can see it yet. It hasn't really been released. Um, is it? Being you can see the poster. Submitted to festivals. Yeah. Cool. Um, so go to the festivals. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you know. And what? demand them to take it. There's, exactly. Uh, there's an episode of Houdini and Doyle. Uh, where I guest star. That should be Ooh. airing now-ish? I don't know. I watched the first episode. How'd you, feel? How'd you like it? It's so fun. It's ridiculously campy and cheesy. It's like Murdoch Mysteries meets Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Houdini and uh, <clears throat> another show. Uh, it's just so much fun. I really enjoyed it. What's the other show, though? Orphan Black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my plug. So all that game, an orgy in a small town. All mashed into one show. <laughs> no, it's, it's ridiculously fun. So we can save time and just watch that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Don't watch my stuff. Just watch Houdini and Doyle. Oh, perfect. But perfect. not Carrington's not episode. Not mine. No. We'll, we'll skip that one. Don't yeah. look at me. Ever again. Yep. It's like the X-Files meets Murdoch Mysteries. That's yeah, how I describe it. Oh, Canadians I would like only. that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> Colin, anything to plug? Uh, no, I got nothing. <laughs> what's uh, what's your Twitter, Chris? 
at the Brun, T H E B R U U N, and my Instagram is Bonnie Castle, B O N N Y C A S T L E. But just look me up, and just search my name, and you'll find me. Mm. All right, Christian Brun. All right, Cody. You can follow the uh, podcast at Spooked Podcast. Rate us five stars. Do all of that shit. And then <laughs> and do all of that shit, and you know, like go down to one of my famous KFCs and try all uh, eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> That's it. There's, there's, there's only eleven. Four? No, there's more than one. There's twelve. I said four. At one point, you said five, there's five of them, and then you said that we only needed four. I was so just. I was you guys cool. didn't do research on your improv characters. No. What the fuck? A blend of eleven. Yeah, it is eleven. You didn't know you were going to be playing. Maybe there's four spices, and then the rest are herbs. Because it's herbs and spices. Herbs and spices. Mm. Uh, coming to the Toronto Fringe Festival, I'll be in a show <laughs> called Myths and Coffee Cups. Uh, I don't know. Take a look at that. That's I'm fun. in the Fringe as well. Oh actually. yeah. Songbuster, a musical improvised, an improvised musical, is going to be performing at, at the Fringe as well. It's awesome. Songbuster. Check out, yeah, check out Songbuster. Hopefully, this comes out before the Fringe. I think it should. Do you have a backlog of episodes? A few, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're catching up. Backlog <laughs> of episodes. Yeah. yeah. Might come out right after, though. Uh, <laughs> if that's the case, uh, go back in time. Well, and by that time, anyways, How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town will probably not be in theaters, but watch it on video on demand. Spooked. <laughs> Spooked. Spooked.